Cause this is Sports Life Talk. Hey, hey. Rock it with Sports Life Talk. Life Talk. Hot topics yeah. with Sports yeah. Life Talk. Come on. So come and get you some Sports Life Talk. Life. They let us in the game, now we calling the shots. Things hey. will never be the same, so yeah. forget what you thought. Yeah. Cause life without sports hey. ain't nothing but talk. Go now, finally a show that makes your heart pound. Profound wonder what's running up through your thoughts now. About to drown all podcasts that be watered down. Tell them clowns it's the new era and it's starting now. I've told them strangers, the five power rangers approaching sports life talk from five different angles. Get ready for the change up. We done turned the flame up. The topics that we bring up, we about to blow this thing. Yeah, let's get it cracking. KT the head coach and Miss Manhattan. Gemini Jones holds the throne, she be calling them out. Mr. United Surgeon B. Jones, the mouth of the South. Coming over athletes to the year of the week. We got what you need. We dropping what's hot in the streets. From copping new sneaks to locals popping, doing big things. From gossiping tea like Kimberly, pull you a dream. Sports Life Talk, who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Let the show begin. Sports Life Talk, who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening. Now let the show begin. All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Sports Life Talk or Life on the Outdoor. It's just talk. It is Wednesday, February 17, 2021. And we are glad that you are joining us this evening for episode 82. So let's do some introductions. I know you see we are down a Power Rangers today. I think she is without power, actually. Wait, wait a minute, Pam. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Pam. Now, Kevin, we've been doing this for two years. And they know what you're doing at eight o'clock, man. Who is calling you at eight o'clock <laughs> on the dot, knowing that we got a show we try to produce for for a million fans, man? That that was so important that they had to disrupt Pam's introduction. Now I'm gonna tell you who it was. It's my boy Jeremy. He was asking who did our intro. I said, "Hey, B Jones oh, no. wrote it." No, no, yeah, me, no, no, no that was good, Jeremy. Good. Say, man, let me finish. <laughs> God, I said B Jones wrote it, but we spoke a rapper. You know, he performed or whatever. He said, I could tell that B. Jones wrote that. Because <laughs> it Good sounds call like out you. Jeremy. Good it call out, like Jeremy. <laughs> Can I get back to me now? And nobody else call us. Y'all know what we're doing. Right. Exactly. All right. So back to some introductions. To the right of me, we have Mr. United Search. <laughs> How are you? Yes, yes, I'm good. I'm good. How are y'all doing? We are good. All right. Then we got, of course, B. Jones. The mouth. Mouth of the South, Mr. Yeet, all of that. Mr. Charge It Up, Mr. Level It Up, Mr. Mr. Power. Electricity Power. (laughs) And, of course, we have rocking the rose colored headphones tonight we got coach kt in the building no head to read tonight what's no up, what's up? Just oh KT. oh yeah i didn't even notice that yep i'm kt tonight i'm at another location so <laughs> and i am your girl today i am jims but i am also known as gemini jones aka his favorite gemini aka everybody's favorite gemini so we are so happy that <laughs> Shut up, B. Jones. <laughs> I, I, ain't even say nothing. I ain't even say she, she, she knew my, my wheels was turning. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say nothing. Hey, as they say, actions speak louder than words, right? That's all I'm gonna say is <laughs> hey, it's gonna be a lot of babies in nine months from now with this cold weather outside. It's some folks, it's some folks booing up hard right now. It was that extra Valentine's Day love this weekend. Hey, hey God extended <laughs> it. November, oh, here we I, come. I, November, I don't think y'all talking come. about me, but anyway. 
Well, <laughs> his favorite Gemini. I'm pretty sure he he's staying warm. <laughs> you know what? This is episode 82 entitled The Wizard of Oz. And our cover athlete this week is Ozzy Newsome. So since KD is out, KT, I believe you will be doing the intro and bio on Mr. Ozzy, correct? Yes, I am. <coughs> Dang, yes, I oh. am. And I don't know what happened just then. That cold weather, man. <laughs> could be, could be something else. Whatever. <laughs> Throughout Ozzy Newsom's 13 season, 198 game NFL career with the Cleveland Browns from 1978 to 1990. Ozzie Newsom was a fixture at tight end, a true team leader in every aspect, and one of the only five players in Browns history to play parts of three decades. Nicknamed the Wizard of Oz, Newsom became the leading tight end receiver in NFL history with 662 receptions for 7,980 yards and 47 touchdowns. He's ranked as the fourth leading receiver before he retired. Oh, That's all I got. That's all I got. That's we know. We you know what? You know, you know what? You know what? Like the way KD does it better. You just. You what about that? tying it into the Ravens? Oh, my bad. B. Jones, do you have some Ozzie Newsome trivia? Trivia. Yeah. Yes. Trivia. Yes, I do. And Serge, great shout out, a great plug and, and segue. Ozzie Newsome was an NFL player for 13 years, but he concluded his career in doing something that's very rare that uh, as of right now, we got 15.6 African-American GMs in the league. And Ozzie Smith just so happened to be one of those for 20 two illustrious seasons and although he was the building block of of two great championship runs he drafted players like ray lewis ed reed i mean there's i could go on and on and on but the trip t sucks but the trivia question this week is a very very simple one but you got to know your Ravens football. So here we go for a Sports Life Talk t-shirt. You know what? We're we doing hoodies today. It's cold outside. It's nine degrees. So for a Sports Life Talk hoodie, I'll up the ante, double the stakes. Give me the name of Ozzie Newsom's last draft pick. His last draft pick. Give me the name of Ozzie Newsom's last draft pick. And uh, I'll give you a hint. Lamar Jackson was not it. And he was not even his first pick in that draft class. All right. So for a t-shirt, run to www.sportslifetalk.com. If you want to post it in the chat with us today, go ahead, do it. I'm showing some love, but I would rather you go to our website so we can get the clicks up. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get that. We're trying to grow. Are, are employees eligible to win? If you know what, Pam, today only. If you got it, let's go. Do you know what? it? No, I got to Google right quick. Oh, no, no. If, if y'all got to Google this, they, hey, don't answer it if you got to Google. You know what? This was one problem. I would have had to Google this one. So go ahead, Google it. Do what you got to do. We we, I, I, we appreciate you rocking with us. So I'm throwing them out. I'm giving them out. Let's go. Turn up. Pam, oh, I, I was just oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I was okay to Google right then. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, KT, I think... Oh, you know what? Are we doing a toast? Are we toasting? Or no? That No, that's later. All right. So, KT, do you have a uh, local athlete? Yes, Jims, I do. And it goes out to Aviana Lewis from Beaumont, Texas, who is currently in Kansas at Neosha Community College. I want you to go check her out on our YouTube page. She's a part of our You Got Next series, and it's out now. We have more people coming too, so make sure you go subscribe and you know hit that subscribe button. We need subscribers. 
Kevin, can, can I chime in here? Because you did a great introduction, but man, y'all got to check out what we're doing for this You Got Next series. This is some classic stuff. It is huge. And he told you about Aviana, but we also got Devon Dulleton came through. We got a couple of NFL play or future draft picks for the NFL that's going to be coming through here really soon. We got a, a girl that plays basketball overseas. And I mean, when I tell you this stuff, it's getting hot. It's about to be some fantastic content for you to check out. So jump on to the YouTube page and I'm telling you, spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes and just check it out. It's worth it's worth the listen. All right. Do we have a local business? I did have one, but I don't remember the name. For Valentine's Day, I got these really nice white chocolate strawberry. Mm -hmm. I <laughs> Tell us about them. Tell no, 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 B. Jones. No, remember, Uncut Gems. We got, we got okay. them. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> and I will, I will get back to y'all with the name, but they were absolutely amazing. So I, I will get back to y'all with the name of those. So that was my local business. All right, so let's. Well, I don't. Know. I, I'm gonna tell you I, something. I heard I they know. were not. I heard they were not from edible arrangements. <laughs> not those strawberries. <laughs> not those. That was a different set. <laughs> Serge, why was you nervous to say it? Because you could tell you were like, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I wanted to emphasize the edible part. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 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 I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that a little yep. bit later. Did you get any <laughs> chocolate covered veggies as well? Up, I know you had some chocolate covered fruits. Oh, Terrence, that was T. We'll T, what's we'll good with you? We'll go with you. T, go put on a hoodie or something, man. It's too cold for you to be walking around and show us in the t shirt. It's fun. I'm <laughs> I cannot. All right. So let's toast. KD is not here with us tonight, but I don't even have a drink of the week, but I'm going to toast my water because, you know, I'm not drinking this month. So, but I do want to give a special, special shout out and toast to all of the first responders, the firemen, the paramedics, the snowplow drivers, if we have those, the salters, whatever it is they're doing to the roads, text dot, all of those people that are out there working hard, Encore, or whatever the electricity Oh, uh, you can't give Encore no more. Yeah, right we, oh, okay. we stopped right there. <laughs> okay, well, we, I have a shout out to all the shelters. Yes. Shout outs to all the businesses that have decided to stay open or take people in. I know a couple of venues and stuff like that who've also opened up their facilities because they have power, heat, Wi-Fi, and you know, exactly. And so I think it's those kind of businesses that need the shout out. And there's probably too many to list, you know, to be very specific. I think once this week is over, maybe next week we could definitely, there are gonna be some ones that are very outstanding. I think we definitely need to give those people a specific shout out, you know, come next week. Yes. Well, are, we are we just going to glance over the fact that during the toast, B. Jones grabbed a, some hand sanitizer and did it? Did you, did you not see? <laughs> no, I did not see that. <laughs> so oh, my God. <laughs> well, he, he usually has his bottle right in front of him. Yeah, I usually have my right. bottle, man. And I, I, was I can't so forget mine. It's, the, it's on top of the refrigerator. I have to put my water in there so I can be fancy from now on. I was I was trying to run. I, I just had too much going on, and I, I totally forgot to get my, my water, so I'll be dry mouth this, this entire episode. But <laughs> I, I hey, we so need much. to have san sanitizer. No, Pam. No, no. That's no, a must. Pam. Yeah, that's a cost of admission. All right, all right. It's a contract uh, year for me, Pam. It's a contract year for me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get re-signed. <laughs> it ain't looking good. <laughs> yeah, next, next year you, you, you on your contract year. That's your third me? season. Yeah, it's my third season, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get oh, that wait. tag. 
Wait, next year I'm up. All right, so I got. Yeah. Let me start acting right now. All right, all right, cool. So you it might, is hey, Pam, you might go ahead and act a fool because you just go ahead and act a fool. We go, we gonna let you shout. We gonna let you go to free agency, and then we might resign <laughs> you on the veteran. <laughs> we're gonna let you. First of all, let you test the waters. First of all, KD and I are a package. So if you lose me, you lose her Ooh. too. Hey, it, I come. You know what? Shout out to you for coming on because I know you was heartbroken when Kate when and, and for y'all who are curious, she is not sick. Jack Frost got the best of her. Power out. It's all kind of chaos going on in her house. So you know what I mean. She she needed to take some time to spend time with her family right now and get warm. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. So yeah, my boo and I, we are a package deal. We are the ladies of SLT. Don't be trying to replace me. Like, like, you know, that new member in, in Vogue, don't nobody know. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. One from uh, the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Kickoff question time. So since the topic of the national anthem is back, let's create a new tradition. What song would you pick to replace the national anthem? Now, who came up with <laughs> So, Sarge, what song would you? You know, this one was tough. There's, I feel like you could probably pick. So many different songs. He could be funny about it and be like, hey, I want to go with the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> I was actually thinking of the song Spy the Temptations. The song is originally called My Girl, but instead of My Girl, I would change it to My World and use the same lyrics. And, you know, because I think is uh, appreciating the world we live in. I think this week has definitely taught us to be very appreciative of the thing that you have. If COVID didn't teach you last year and be, having to quarantine, well, I think this year especially, the simple things, electricity and water and heat and those things that we definitely take for granted because all we do is every month just pay the bill and just, just not even think about it, you know. So then being able to have to go to the grocery store and see that on the shelf, there ain't really nothing there. So always be prepared for things beforehand and not wait till something bad already happens. All right, B. Jones. I'm going with uh, Childish Gambino. This is America. Don't catch it slipping, no. Nah. Okay. Don't catch it slipping, no. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Nah. I mean, I I don't honestly. I I know for a fact we do need to get rid of the current national anthem due to the third verse, and I, I personally don't like the way they misrepresent the anthem with the third verse. So shout out to Mark Cuban for what he was trying to do. I also think that uh, NBA, who's been very conscious of Black Lives Matter, and who has done everything right, I think this is the first time that the NBA lost out on a big opportunity to set a trend and that's to get rid of something that doesn't really represent America at all. I mean, there's no possible way you could change a song up and say, oh, this is the national anthem. But maybe something like America the Beautiful, We Are the World. I, I don't I don't know, but uh but something with some positive positive content or like I said originally yeah, involves everybody. Right. Yeah, something something from Childish Gambino <laughs> will be rolling as well. Or that money bag, yo, I crossed the line today. You only get one pick. KT, what's your pick? <laughs> Honestly, I, I know that's B. Jones. So honestly, I I don't have a pick because I I think it should be removed. I mean, what other profession besides like the military do we have the national anthem played before? It? You know what I'm saying? We don't really say the pledge in schools anymore. What no. it stands for is not for everyone. I will say this though: if it's played, I'm standing. If it isn't, hell, it's just extra time for snacks. All right, oh, so you are standing. You all gonna stand for the anthem though. Yeah, I would stand for it, man. I stand, but I don't like do all of that. How about to say, do you cover your heart? Do you cover your heart up? Yeah, I do, man. But like I said, it doesn't represent us, but it's just something it's, I've been doing all my life. And I don't have a problem. Anybody that takes a knee, if you're taking a knee, you, you take it for somebody that looks like me. 
but I'm just a guy. I'm a stand. It doesn't matter. I'll sit. Yeah, stand. It's, it's your personal preference. It's yeah, your just personal choice of what you want to do. I don't have a problem with people who do whatever they decide to do. Stand, yeah. kneel, sit over your heart, not hand, not over your heart, singing it out loud, not singing it out loud. That's you have that freedom. That's the whole point of living in this country is to have that freedom. But then I think the contrary part is when you oppose it or when you start doing something that that doesn't fit your narrative. Well, don't come attack me because I have the same rights as you. Like, you know, I like Coke, you like Pepsi. So like, but I'm not getting on you for not picking the drink that I picked. I mean, it is what it is. Okay. So my picks, I actually have two picks. My first pick. You talking about B. Jones and you got two? I have yeah, two. Yeah, well, she, she's got one and she got one for KD. So I have one for KD. Ooh, so my first one, this song. song is a universal song. I don't care. Everybody knows this song. Everybody gets down to this song. It should be back that ass up. Because oh, when they start playing from? Past from? 20 records, taking over for the 99 and the 2000, ooh, everybody ooh, gets ooh. on the floor. I'm just saying. After you back it up, okay. it's not what 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 we're dropping like it's hot. Yeah, yeah. aunties, uncles, everybody. All right, so my my for real pick is Freedom with Beyonce. Freedom, freedom. Yeah. So that's my other song. Okay. Do you All really right. want Beyonce singing that national anthem though? Do you want that? I think we ought to find like a Whitney Houston song. Whitney I would be good. In our future. Hey, that's not. Hey, Cam, me, you did it at the same time. We both were like, hey. That's not a bad one. <laughs> that's not a bad one. <laughs> Only problem is, I always think Harlem are coming to America when I think of that song. Randy Watson sung that song better than Whitney did, but. <laughs> not Randy Watson. All right, y'all. So it's time for headline number one. So if the Cowboys can't reach a deal with Dak Prescott, word has it that they will slap the franchise tag on him. So should Dak sign the franchise tender or nah? So V Jones, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm what glad to go first team? on this one. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Everybody who watching this show know that that's blasphemous. <laughs> but check this out. I honestly think he should. I know that's not the popular <laughs> choice, but at this stage in the game, he got paid a lot of money last year. He got hurt real bad, but he got paid a lot of money last year. And guess what? He'll get paid almost what? 30 of 39, is it 38, $39 million if he signs it again, which would be probably more than what he would get paid. And guess what? He'd get an opportunity to do what he was doing last year, pay for that big contract and go find him another team. I mean, at least he knows where he stands with the Dallas Cowboys. I just think that this is a very, very QB friendly market right now. This is not the year you want to be in free agency and, and flirting around with different teams because as an African-American quarterback, you already strange fruit. They already looking at you as in a certain kind of manner. So get like get signed up and just go out there and do it the Dak Prescott way, which has always been earn it through my play. He's Dak has bet on himself every single time, even when it counted to go to Mississippi State. So Dak bet on himself once more. All right, Serge, what you got? I completely disagree with you on that, but I do like your take and I do respect your take, and I think it it has some validity behind it. But I think for me, because of the fact that he got he had the injury is more of a reason for him not to sign it. I think you need that security because what's to say when he comes back? I mean, he gets re-injured on the other leg, and now there's no guarantees, and he may never be the same, or teams can start using that against you as, well, we don't know what you're capable of doing. So I just think that for him to get franchised again would honestly be a slap in the face. 
I think he's done more than you could what you could ask for as far as going out there on the field, not complaining, not being out in the media, not make you know, not posting on Twitter and being wishy washy with the Cowboys and maybe some of the things like kind of like Russell Wilson's done with the Seahawks and things like that. He's never been doing that to the Cowboys the entire time. He's been super professional about it. I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but to to say, but I do respect and like the way that Dak Prescott how he is as a quarterback and also how he handled himself as an athlete. And I just think that it's it's time that he gets his due. And maybe there's a number that the Cowboys want to pay and there's a number that Dak wants. And if they're both right, you meet halfway and make it happen. So I, I, I want to ask you a question though in a second, Serge, but I want to get see what KT take gonna be a little okay. bit. All right. So the great part, Big Worm said, playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. The Cowboys, can't, they can't keep treating Dad like this, y'all. They either need to sign him to a long-term deal or just trade him or let him go because he got hurt last year. Why would he sign a franchise tender? It doesn't make any sense. He should just sit out or force him to make a trade. I mean, business-wise for the Cowboys, it doesn't really make sense for them to do anything more than franchise him since they don't have to come up with a deal. But come on, man. You saw what happened last season without this dude. He's worth the money. Pay him. Okay, right. B. Jones, what were you going to say? Can I, get, can I get it? So this is what I'm going to say, because Kevin just distracted me off what, what Serge just said. This is what I'm, this is what, this is I'm going to say about that, man. Before Dak Prescott got hurt, the reason he was in that franchise tag situation is because Dallas Cowboy fans constantly constantly said Dak can't win the big game. It's a, it, Dak can't, it's not our guy. He's always going to turn it over in a second. The narrative behind Dak Prescott is not this great top five or six quarterback, which I want to go on record in the middle of my comment and say, I personally love Dak. He's a native son of 318. I think Dak is personally a top 10 quarterback, if not even a top eight quarterback in NFL. But he's not viewed that way by the franchise. He's not viewed that way by the fans. He's not. I mean, the only person that feels Dak is this elite quarterback is Dak. And he's had one really strong statistical year that that put him in the top four in passing yards, and that was it. What has Dak done that's going to justify you signing him to a long-term contract after the injury he just sustained, sir? So you said people are going to start using it against him? No, they already saying that, Dak, we get it. We want you back, but you injured goods now. You already got a hurt leg. We don't know how you're going to respond on that hurt leg. But, Kevin, to your point, you are right. Dak is very efficient. He's needed in that offense. I think he's a very important part. But if you, Jerry Jones, think about it. This is the same GM and owner that was flirting with trying to figure out how to get Tua down here just this last draft before he re-signed Dak Prescott. So I'm sorry, man. It's almost five first-round eligible quarterbacks in the league. You still going to have the likes of Cam Newton's on the market. Carson Wentz might be on the market. This is not the year Dak want to go out and shop and try to try to find a team. It's just not. All right. Yeah, you're looking at it from the, the business standpoint, though. We're talking about Dak. I'm talking just specifically Dak. He should but, not sign that contract. You trying to tell him to sign that contract, man? Come on, man. So what do you yeah. do? You tell Dak now. Okay, so let, let's just be realistic. Right now, if you sign Dak to a contract, where, where are you tearing him? Are you going to put him up there with the Aaron Rodgers? Are you going to put him up there with one of these top four or five contracts in the league? Where, where are you tearing him? Because if you tear him right now, you're going to put him between the 10 and the 15th quarterback contract slot. And then you're going to say, well, Dak, now you're going to get paid what? 28 to 32 million when at least he could have got the guaranteed 40 million or 39 million in this one season and then renegotiated with another team that need a quarterback and still got that big time. But payday. B. Jones, what happens if I go out here again and I get hurt on this franchise? Man, tag? you made 40 million dollars this year. You made 32 million dollars last year. You just made 70 some million dollars and you can't make that work. 
Come on, man. We talking about no, man. Not football I, I, contracts. I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't get down with that because I think also when you look at and this is just the nature of the beast that we you know how it's how it is in the NFL when it comes to quarterbacks. The next person who gets paid is always usually based upon the previous guys who also got paid, and especially the guys that were in, in his draft class. And when those guys got paid, when they still had years left on the deal, versus Dak not making it a big deal and still going out there and playing. And that was obviously the franchise's option, on whether it's on the Eagles, the Rams, and a couple of the franchises, they decided. But the Cowboys, where did they decide? They decided that they'd rather not pay their quarterback right now, and I'm going to go make Ezekiel Elliott the number one paid running back in the league. I'm going to go pay Demarcus Lawrence like he's a top three defensive end. I'm going to go pay Jalen Smith. I'm going to go pay Amari Cooper. So if they weren't doing those things, then it's a little bit more justifiable. Like, hey, we're treating everybody equally. I agree and, with you on that, Hurst. Now, you, you know what I mean? So Demarcus it, Lawrence is, is a good point. Lay, they so lay out Collins and the Demarcus Lawrence points are valid, right. very valid. Like, because it is a salary cap, everybody knows that there's only so much you can do. But when you start shifting all that money, where when I'm looking at other franchises, they're taking their care of their quarterback first, and then they go down the line with everybody else. Here, they are completely doing it in reverse. And at the end of the day, I, what I know is when we decided in the Super Bowl, if you don't have a great top level, top tier, top five, top ten type of quarterback, you don't realistically have a chance to try to win a Super Bowl or even make a deep playoff run. And he's gotten you closer in recent years than anybody else has, which isn't saying much, but it's still saying better than what anybody else can come in and do. So I just think if, if they weren't paying Zeke and, and and then look at their productivity after they got paid, you know, and so I just think. When you take all that into consideration, if I'm Dak, the question is, should Dak sign his franchise tender is no, because I'm not I don't have assurances for the next three or four years that every other person on my team and also other quarterbacks that are in my draft class all have received up to this day. Well, I'm going to say this, man, and I'm going to be quick, Pam. NFL contracts are boo-boo, and if Dak sits out a year, it's no, it's not guaranteed that Dak is going to be able to get another job. Look at Colin Kaepernick. So in all this great theory that we're talking about, it's great until the next man. NFL is a next man up league, and somebody will take your shine. That's that's all I'm going to say on that one. I get where you're going, but you either got a choice. You take a, a discount and play for the Cowboys, or you get paid and you go play for the New York Jets. Because I guarantee you the weapons that the Cowboys have is better than 90% of the other rosters in the NFL. But the Kaepernick comparison that need, that's, that's, that need a quarterback. That's I know totally Kaepernick got blackball, but I'm just yeah. saying, but you know you can't sit out a year. You can't sit out a year in the NFL, Kev. You can't. It just it, it ruins your career. You're gonna be blackball, and we already seen the NFL will stick together and F you over, bro. Okay, so let me ask you, Pam, real quick. This is like 30 seconds. Number B Jones. How many games would Dak have helped us win last year if he was healthy? Oh man, hey, if Dak was healthy last year, y'all are a playoff team. Thank you. All right, let's go, Pam. Yeah, y'all a playoff team. Right. I'm, I'm not, not, but you know, I'm a Dak fan, man. I'm, and part of this is I want to have a good debate and a good discussion about it. I wouldn't sign the contract neither if I'm Dak, but I also see a side of this to where Dak might, it might be in Dak's best interest to sign it. And if, I, if I'm his agent, I'm being open-minded as I go into these contract negotiations with that in mind. I like for him to not to sign for multiple reasons. So they go with Denise. Go ahead and go ahead with Denise. It's cool. Headline two, Pam. <laughs> well, no, because I want to know when he started being Dak and stopped being Dakota. When y'all kept reprimanding me every week, when, when, <laughs> when I got an email, I got an email from the producer. 
after one week, you said we call it by Dakota. <laughs> All right. So headline number two. Sunday was the day of love and loyalty, hopefully, for most people. And now Draymond Green is questioning the way the NBA is handling the way it deals with trades. So do you agree with him or side more with the organization? So, Serge, what's your opinion on that? I do agree with, I would say, about 95% of what Draymond Green has to say or had to say. I think the fact that guys do get treated differently if obviously they, or they get labeled differently if they ask for a trade as opposed to if the team decides that they're going to trade you. I don't think, it, you know, obviously honoring the contract and things like that are part of what you sign up for. I hate when people try to compare, well, like I work for ESPN or Fox or I work at my job and if they decide to let you go, they decide to No, this is this is not a team sport. You don't trade employees to get another employee. That, that doesn't work in the real world. So when it comes to sports, it's completely different and you can't compare one thing to another. Having having said all that, I do agree with everything that he says because it's, it's just a it's just a different look. My biggest thing is obviously when we're taking, speaking on, he was specifically talking about Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. And why not, if you have that understanding with the player that, hey, we're looking to trade you, I think that's great that you're upfront with the player that, you know, we're looking to trade you and finding the right trade partner. But why at the same time, you expect him to come to the arena, be in street clothes, sit on the bench. For, I, I don't really know what the purpose behind him having to be quote unquote professional about anything when he's not going to be part of the team. And so either A, just let him go home or or B, play him because he, you're paying him. That's up to you to decide, you know, obviously I know the reason why they don't want to play him because if he gets hurt, then he's not a trade chip anymore. So I think there's it, it goes both ways. And I think they need to, when they do the CBA again, and I'm sure just like the franchise tag in the NFL, they need to discuss and how, how they do these contracts and where the given give and takes are when it comes to if you sign a contract where the team decides to trade you, then there's got to be some leverage for the players financially. Or if the player wants out, they got to give some of their money back. There's got to be some back and forth as far as trying to figure out a way where it makes sense because it's never going to be perfect. I'll use a good example was when DeMar DeRozan got traded for Kawhi Leonard. DeMar DeRozan was told a week prior that he wasn't going to get traded. And then turn around, you go and trade him. So... And people just look at it. This is one of the first things me and KT had talked about as far as why we wanted to talk about sports and life and talk about it. And when we started the show is is talking about the life athlete. Now, DeMar DeRozan has to pick up his stuff, move to another country from Canada all the way to San Antonio. Yeah, he's getting paid millions of dollars. But, you know, if he's got a family, wife and kids and he's got to, you know, figure out a new school system, figure out it. You know, when you get traded, it's different than, say, if you're working for your employee and you decide to quit because you found another job, you've already relocated in your mind and already got that plan with your family. It's completely different when you don't have a clue about what's about to happen. So I think we do kind of keep it in context. Is they're all human beings. Yeah, they make more money and they have, they're well off, but there's still people at the end of the day who have to go through the same mental struggles that we do if we get let go from our company, for example. All right, B. Jones, 
When, when Draymond got his feelings hurt, poor Andre Drummond, he, he get paid millions of dollars to sit the bench and, and Gucci on Armani slippers and watch his basketball team play basketball. Listen, I agree with what Draymond said as well, but these two individuals that he came out on, it wasn't even, it wasn't even worth the conversation. Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin are both personally looking for that. This is both, this is good for everybody's situation. He knows he knows this that those guys can't go out there and even get a splinter in their hand without it hurting the trade talks. I mean, I don't I don't even know where this came from with Draymond. This is what case where if Draymond got an issue with this, like Serge say, address it in the CBA. This is what I need. I need basketball players to focus on playing basketball and stop crying in an interview where nobody even asked Draymond for his opinion. He was looking at a piece of paper. You could tell it was scripted. He was like, I don't care if they ask me about my six points tonight and 10 rebounds. As soon as somebody asked a question to me, I'm going to talk about the way Andre Drummond got treated because he had to go get dressed. And, and I'll tell you this. I'm going to cut it off short because I know we on time restraints. Let my boss call me and say, hey, B, chill out for the day. Log into your computer and watch what we do all day long today. And we still going to pay you. OK, cool. And then you're going to still send me over to another company where I'm going to still get my same amount of money and work on my next contract because Andre Drummond is unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Stop crying, Draymond. Worry about getting you a double-double, man. Okay, Casey. I mean, Draymond has a point, but no matter how diplomatic someone tries to be in a situation, the players are always going to look bad. I mean, fans will be like, yeah. okay, he's making a million dollars, like B. Jones is saying, to sit on the bench. I get it. It's a business, but sometimes we got to take the players' feelings into account, B. Jones. That's why Draymond is saying that. I totally agree with everything you said, though, but uh, what, what, it's just, what, his, his feelings got yeah, hurt because I, he was – I don't think it's necessarily the fact that he's getting traded. They don't have a problem with the fact that if they want to trade Andre Drummond, that is their right to do that. And it's great that they're being upfront with him and telling him. But the flip side is, I don't think they were always talking about, he was necessarily only talking about, and I, I remember LeBron came after the game yesterday as well, and he, he chimed in on what, he, you know, what, what Draymond had to say. And it's more about the narrative that gets taken into place. James Harden put in his eight years then he decides to demand a trade request, but he still goes out there and play. Yeah, maybe he's kind of half, half wishy-washing and you know not really putting himself out there, but he's still going out there and playing. Where is if if he said that, hey, I'm requesting a trade and I'm not going to come out there and play, then he's going to get looked on badly. But if a team says, hey, we're going to trade you, so we're going to go ahead and also sit you down even though if he's like, hey, but I want to play, well, but we don't want you to play because we don't want you getting hurt. So I put in all this work all my life. I'm, I'm supposed to be out there every day. If I'm not injured, I need to be playing. I don't care what you – so if it's in your best interest, you're going to do what's in your best interest for you. So I think if the player wants to move on and that's in the best interest for them, it obviously looks worse upon the player because, oh, he requested a trade or he wants out. It's just the whole narrative, like KT saying. And B. Jones, when you brought up, like, if your boss called you and told you, yeah, but if your boss called you and told you that you're going to get traded into another company, I'm sure it's not going to be where you can still sit at home and work for that other company. If you know that your company is also telling you that, hey, you're going to have to physically move to New York to work for this other company, that means you, your wife, your daughter, going to have to figure out what to do with your house find another place to live in New York and do that accordingly. So 
you can't just make it seem like it's an easy, smooth transition and you don't have all these other different obstacles to think about as opposed to just shifting over and like, oh, I'll just get to work for another company and get paid the same amount of money. Serge, I seriously doubt them dudes are literally going to meet with the realtor during the middle of a season. Somebody's handling all that for them. Now, it may cost them a little bit of extra scratch, but hey, they they not they not the ones that's actually. Now, the kids' perspective, which this is sports life talk, so we talk about the life aspect of it. The kid, they virtual right now, Pam, but in theory it is. I mean, look, to, to y'all point, I get that it may hurt his feelings, but man, just stay professional. Do what you got to do. This is not something that they should be crying about. The, to me, this is when there is no news. Somebody gave Draymond the podium and said, hey, let's create some news when there is no news. Because at the end of the day, the franchise have been doing this for ages. Players have been doing this for ages. Nobody came to Carmelo defense when he demanded a trade. And, and effed over the Denver Nuggets real bad. So, I mean, and James Harden, to me, that was egregious because he was dogging it. He he clearly was like, hey, if you're not going to trade me, I'm going to go out here and play like crap, like boo-boo the fool, and I'm going to force you to do something for me and trade me. So, you can't have it both ways. You can't have all this player control and then want to want to play big boy stuff, but then get mad when the when the big boys do things that's great business decisions. He, like I said, ball players worry about playing ball and let the ownership worry about it. In the offseason, Draymond... That's when you go to the CBA and say, hey, we got to look at how this is coming down, how this is being handled. But really, this whole conversation is over one word, Serge, optics. It's all over the, the world's opinion of how they view a player at the time of when he's getting traded or when he requests for a trade. I ain't got yeah. time for that, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And I think one more point I want to make is one thing I will agree with you, and or I guess in the context that you're saying is I don't like when players ask for a trade and they ask to specifically go to a team and then you capitulate and trade that player to that team. That's when it's the absolute worst. Like James Harden said he wants to go to Brooklyn, then he started naming other teams. Well, I would have eliminated all those other teams and tried to find a way to trade him to somewhere where he doesn't really want to go. And then if he wants to go over there and pout, let him have at it. But I'm going to take the best deal that's coming my way and not necessarily give in to the player of where he wants to be. However you figure out a way to get there, that's on you, but it ain't going to happen through me. <laughs> they they raped the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, they got everything. I mean, include players and like same, five same, or six first round draft picks. Same, so. same thing with the the Oklahoma City Thunder when they gave up Paul George. They took everything from the Clippers for the next seven eight years. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. All right, moving right along. That's what I do. I'm hey. Hello. Hey. All right. So we are skipping power surge this week because it's been a boring weekend sports, I suppose. And so we're going right into the drop. So KT, are you dropping some music for us this week? You know what? I'm sick of Kate being her backup. You know what I'm saying? She's a starting QB and I got to come in and fulfill, you know, okay. Yeah, go I ahead, Yeah, I go ahead, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably won't be as good as KD, so it's going to be bad. All right, right. So we got Robin Thicke on Earth. And in heaven, so I haven't checked it out yet. Has anybody okay. listened to that? Anybody? No. Okay, no. great job. Okay, and Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. If have y'all seen the movie? No, um, I haven't watched I'm, the movie. I still yet. have about 20 minutes left. Oh my gosh, 20 oh minutes. It is really good. Yes, and it's really a track good. on there with Jay Z and Nipsey. Oh, that man. track is on fire. It goes hard. It's, it's probably yeah. the best verse that Jay-Z's had in a while, too. In a while, even, yes, I agree. Even yeah, better yeah. than that was free. Even better than what's on was free. All right, so I got I got to introduce my own self on the Coach's Groove. So today on the well, Coach's Groove... You want me to introduce you? 
Wait Please. a minute. No, wait a minute. KD specifically put down here Florida Georgia line. No, no, no. I, I, no, 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 no. KT did that. And I'm trying to hurry up so we can get to the uncut okay. gym. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Why y'all trying to hurry up and get to the uncut gym? <laughs> I don't know why, bitch. I'm trying to get KD my credit. I'm about sick my of bad, man. My bad, man. Oh, Coach, can you please tell us what your groove is for this week? Yes, I can, Miss Gems. All right. Today on the Culture Groove is going out to all the side pieces who didn't get a chance to spend time with their part-time <laughs> booze. The song is Genuine, On My Way, off the senior album. <laughs> all right. B. Jones, I know you got some hot sneaks. All right, so y'all going to be kind of mad at me this week. I wasn't being lazy, but I don't know how in the world I overlooked the drop date on this one. It hit me on Monday morning that the shoe that I was planning on showing y'all this weekend actually released on Monday. But in the nature of how important this sneaker is, I said I got to still give it to the fans. Maybe we could all figure out a way we go cop these joints on GOAT or StockX or, or, or something like that. Kev, you've already kind of showed it to us, so let's pull it up it is the nike air griffey max ones these are the colorway of the freshwater this is another throwback shoe that i actually had as a kid and these griffies are just phenomenal this is the 25th anniversary of this sneaker i'm not gonna go too too heavy on the colorway i mean but this is a very 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 important sneaker to the game i know it was retailed at $170. I'll post it up on our social media what the actual resale value of it is. Like I said, I, I don't know what Nike was doing releasing this shoe on a Monday. I don't know what the importance of Monday was. Maybe it was the exact, the anniversary, but man, we missed we missed out on a good one. If anybody copped these, I would love to hear about your story and you know, and tell us about your sneaker, how they are and things of that nature. But I'm gonna ask y'all the crew, is this a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Would you, would you buy these on retail? How much is the retail? Resale, excuse me, resale. Oh, resale. I'm on resale. Uh oh, yeah. Pam say thumb down. Yeah. Uh oh, we lost Kev, so that's that's two. Um, oh, three, three to yeah. one. The cops win again. <laughs> There's not too many baseball players that can have a shoe that I would actually consider, by, but Ken Griffey is the one. So, and I did have one friend I saw they posted they got the shoe that you dropped last week. The call their, line. Uh, yeah, on the on the on, on their Instagram, I saw them post up that they got but it. You paying attention, Serge? You know. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm gonna try to see how much these fresh waters are on resale for anybody <laughs> who's thinking about getting them. But yeah, this is one that I hate. I missed out on. Right now, a, a size twelve is going for two hundred and eighty dollars. Oh no, I ain't paying up to it. Ah. Oh, that's, that, that's not with taxes and everything either. No, that's not even with tax. That's, nope. that's 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 pre-tax. One eighty. Pre no, no, two eighty-three. I know. I said one eighty sounds a little more reasonable. Two eighty. I might as well just pay a little more. And get some Jordans. I mean, that's you yeah. know. True. 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 All right, guys. So since uh, Katie is not here, oh, y'all are so ready for this. So just for everybody that's listening, before the show, because Callie J asked if I had a story. I do not have a story. However, I told these three guys that for the Uncut Gems segment today, they could ask me one question and one question only each. This cannot be a two-part question, and it can be anything within moderation and taste. Hold up, Pam. Pam. I'm going Pam. second. No, Pam. Everybody that's in the comments, they get to ask you one too. We gonna really <laughs> make this list. We gonna really make this list. We don't have time for all that. So, who wants to be first to ask me a question? I'm gonna go second. So, hmm. Kev, you want to go first? I'll, I'll kick it off. 
Go ahead, B. Jones. You kick it out. Did you spend Valentine's Day with a person of the opposite sex that is non-related to you? Why did that sound like a Jeopardy question? Because <laughs> I, I know because I had to, I had to be very I had to be very strategic with the question. So was your boot up, Pam? Stop dodging. Uh oh. Uh oh. Therefore, scoop that explains my IG stories on Saturday and Sunday. Yes, I was booed up. Y'all should have done that. Was she was drinking more. <laughs> Shut up, Corey. <laughs> All right, Serge, you want to go second. What is your question? Okay. okay. I can handle these questions. Mm. <laughs> you sure about that? When and how many guys were you, quote unquote, dating at the same time? Oh, we can Whenever ask any questions like, about any time? time? Yeah, at most yeah, at one time, when it was. <laughs> She's like, 2021. <laughs> okay, so let me be clear though. Let me. Uh, this is and this is the truth about me. Anybody that knows nah, a lot. Hey, that was a tell. You saw a scratch her head. That was that was already the key. Like I'm about to tell a lot right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so if anyone knows anything about me, they know that I am not like a serial dater. So I can't really date like a bunch of guys at one time. Number one, I don't have the patience. Number two, I don't have the time. So because I I mess around and call you the wrong name because I'm not thinking. Scoop, I'm not paying any attention to you. So how many guys have I dated at one time? It might have been maybe two, but I'm the type when I date somebody, I kind of focus on that person until I'm done with that person. Then I move on to the next. So it might have been like an overlapping. You so just like, ring them dry all the way till they completely dry. I was you. finishing this one, but this one came and then we just moved on from there. But I'm, I've never really been able to date like a lot of guys at one time. I just don't have the time for that. Y'all know I work seven jobs. I don't have time for that. So did that answer okay. your question? Sure. I'm going to answer Scoop's question. Was chocolate applied to any body parts on those days? Uh-oh. No. Not oh, even fingers? <laughs> Not even the small <laughs> You ain't even just dip the finger. <laughs> yeah. And then he said, "If not chocolate ice, no." All ice, right, ooh, we trying to get sponsored here, brother. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We... No caramel either. Candle wax, nothing. Nothing. No, no whipped cream, no nothing. No, I had to think. No, it was just straight at it, huh? All right. <laughs> All right, so I'm really scared because <laughs> what is it that you want to ask, KT? Tell us about your worst experience in the bedroom. My mama watching. <laughs> hey, Mama Jones. Okay, since Mama Jones is watching. No, she's not. I don't know. She might okay. be. I mean, I'm grown. She can't whoop Yeah, me. exactly. You grown. Yes, she can. Play, you better stop playing. Play, mama. Yeah. Uh, my worst experience? You better hope he ain't watching. <laughs> it it really is like more than one person, really. But there's I always that one that's like wait a minute, one. more than one person at the same time. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. She no, had no. a lot of bad experiences. What she said. My worst experience is probably what makes it bad for me is when someone thinks they're really doing something, but they're not, and you just be like. <laughs> As seen on TV. <laughs> so you fake it to make it. There you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, man, now, that'll be. It, when you're specific to that, are you saying that you've had multiple different people that that the same reaction has happened to? No, I've only had sex three times in my life. What? She's <laughs> only baby. 21, bro. We ain't gonna you, let you, you lie to our people like this on Sunday. <laughs> my my husband's and my mm-hmm. yeah no. Mm-hmm. We tell the truth when we come on Sports Life Talk. Our listeners love that about us. Hey, that's what Terrence thinks about his mother. So that's mm-hmm. right. Thanks, yeah, man. Terrence, Terrence, right around the corner. Y'all asking Kevin, you wrong for that, man. <laughs> hey, don't give me the the leeway to ask a question like this. Don't give me the freedom because I'm gonna take it yeah. back. Did hey, my hair this- come no. up missing in the morning? No, I just took my wig off. I mean, since we still have like a good eight minutes left, I feel like we all should be able to ask one more. Okay, sir. Ask another question. Just ask away. Uh, oh, God. Okay. I didn't think you were going to agree. So, Scoop wants to know, did I have water at 3 a.m. in the morning? No. I drank it. Mm. Okay. No more questions. Great. I'm trying to think of a juicy one. I don't be too... I don't want to be... I was fertile. I am not fertile. I'm old. Yeah, KD, she old, so you ain't got to worry about nothing that's coming out of there. Just dust. <laughs> yeah, I thought of a question, but I don't think it would be appropriate for the airwaves. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna skip out on that one. Boy, I got uh, flour. I flour all over the place. Oh, yes, sir. Have, have you ever had to, you know, be in the midst of what do they call it? I guess working your way up to doing. What you need to do with the significant other, where they ask you to do something that you weren't comfortable with, and you just had to be like, "No, I'm out. Sorry, I got it. I can't do it." Maybe they had a fetish, or they just you were like, uh, "Nah, okay." Yeah, you know, one of those three times. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pam, have you ever entertained a gentleman? Whether it was oral or otherwise, in a public forum. That's <laughs> <laughs> public. In a public space. In a public space. Did you ever be intimate in any form or fashion? Where either a person was that was a complete stranger or they could have came in at any point in time un- uninterrupted. It was one of those three times, yeah. Yeah, a lot happened in those three times, eh? <laughs> Golly. Uh huh. Great experience. Great experience. Hey, T, you got one more great question. What, what, what would you? What would you like? What would you like to ask? You got one more question. Now I'm I done can't. With it. I can't really think of inappropriate right now. That's what. Because Pam, we have male listeners that find you attractive, so they need to have something to. They some, need a voice. No, no, they need a mental yeah. image for themselves tonight. So. Oh, then they should have been on my Instagram stories because there's all kinds of images on there. Yeah, go go check her out. What, what's the Instagram? I, just, hey, I know it. I'll tell them. You better tell them. I'm going to tell them. My Instagram is OJustPam. O-H just Pam. Yes. Hey, go get you some. But I, would like, I would like to give a shout out to my Valentine because I was very surprised by the effort and the thought that was put into the gifts. So he so, got A? He got A plus? He, he definitely got an A plus. Yes. Yes. That's good. Yes. So, I uh, a, a, a dollar sign, dollar sign. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes. Right. So one to three times, right? Yeah, one to three times. That's it. Yes. So, so it's safe to say that cucumber had the salad prepared just the right way. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> one day, Sports Life Talk, y'all go get that inside joke. We're gonna have to do a real uh, uncut segment where anything goes. Ooh, I'm gonna come prepared next time. No, 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 like, no, no. It no, won't no. be a Wednesday show. It'll be like a, a, a Friday, Friday night. night, like eleven o'clock yeah. show when my mama sleep. <laughs> hey, did uh, did KD go live on Sunday? Did she do her thing live? You know she, did. you know she ain't go live. I ain't know I why you think, asked it. Yeah, I don't think she did. All right, B Jones, do you have a yeet for us this week? Yes, I do, and this is going to be a very, very, very simple story. But yet, it's the small things that count. Uh, I believe it was last Friday. The news broke when it it, it actually went nationwide, and where there was a hundred car pile up here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, there was uh, one significant story that was kind of the headliner in that group, in which a woman named Rebecca Benson, who was a ER nurse, actually told her story of when she was coming around the corner, was able to wedge herself in this pile up in between two semis and then brace herself with the hits coming from behind. But luckily, a little while later, a stranger came open her back door. She climbed out through the roof, met a co-worker who was also caught in traffic through the wreck. And guess what Rebecca did? Went to work. She, she felt she left her car. She got the keys out and everything. And so go check out this story. What makes this yeet worthy is that it, was, it wasn't it was about her. She knew she wasn't hurt. She still went on to the ER, but she worked at over half the day before they said, hey, we you got to go get checked out. You could have other stuff going on with them. But I just think that that selflessness to say, hey, I'm all right. I need to be there because she knew that more people were going to be coming to the ER. As a matter of fact, I think 36 people were injured in that in that car crash. Six people were left for dead. So Rebecca, for taking that hit like a, like a true G, for climbing out the back seat in freezing cold weather. We salute you and you deserve a yeet. All right, guys. Well, that is going to conclude our show. Scoop, you are going hard in these comments. (laughs) Yeah, that, yeah. You doing, oh, but he did not go to Walmart and get flowers. The flowers actually came in a vase. So, and all gifts were well thought out. So, yes, to answer all those questions, he did not go. He got A+. Got, yes. What where would you rank this one versus all your other Valentine's Day over the past couple of years? We're not gonna count your younger years, the yester years. We just want to over the last couple this of years. Is, this is at the very a couple top. of years, right? How, how long you been how many years you been dating, Pam? Since I guess how many years has it been since you got your divorce? Well, remember I was in an eight-year relationship after my divorce. Okay, so, so since then, I guess. Right? So you were married again. Technically, eight, yeah. eight years is common law. That's common law. Yeah, pretty so, much. And so this one was the very best. Last year I was with Terrence. Year before that I was by myself. Year before that it was just horrible. So this is the best because I could tell that there was a lot of thought and preparation into giving me what I wanted for Valentine's Day, especially with him not knowing me like for a really, really, really long time. So I was thoroughly impressed with that. So where are y'all going for your birthday trip? <laughs> go watch three episodes ago when we talked about the birthday trip. <laughs> hey, Pam, so tell us what did you get him? Come on now, don't don't leave the don't leave the fans craving more. What did you get him for Valentine's Day? Great um, question. <laughs> I thought what we- all did he get? What all did he get out of this deal? It better not been from Walmart either. I 
am the gift. No, he likes those bracelets, the the beaded bracelets, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I actually contacted a guy that I know on Instagram or that I met at Cheddar's like years ago that actually makes them. And I had him a bracelet made that had my favorite color as well as his favorite color and and he made it really nice and and manly looking and all that stuff and then i splurged a little this weekend oh what see true gemini true gemini yeah, I, I, I told y'all last Everybody. week, I'm very thoughtful with the gifts that I give. I like to give gifts that you, that when you look at them, you know that I put some thought in. So I'm just not going to go buy you something just to buy you something. I like to put thought into gifts. So Okay. Yeah, because I was I was walking through Kroger and a dude grabbed a flower that Russell Stover's. I said, mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say you need to watch Sports Life Talk. They told us very specifically. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna help him out. Did you give him a card? Because I can help him out next year. I'm trying to say he, he better have taken that to his grandmama. Uh, yep. I mean, because even Terrence knows not to do that for me. So anyway, we like to thank you guys for listening. We have to have another uncut segment where y'all get to ask me whatever y'all want to ask me. So I see y'all like it. I want some date night tips. Come up with some date night tips, Pam. Okay, I will do that. I can do that for next week. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sports Life Talk, where life without sports is just talk. This was episode 82. Oh, real quick, shout out. Sorry, who you shouting out? Oh, man, shout out again to my guys with Wonder Game. They dropped the song Ice Cola. It's been spreading, I want to, I want to say wild, like wildfire, but we've definitely been getting a lot of hits and a lot of views on the YouTube video. Well, hopefully once it, this weather is over, we're definitely looking to make an actual music video for their song. Uh, but we're getting a lot of good, great, great feedback so far, putting it in the hands of a couple of uh, top line producers as well. Hopefully if they hear it as well, and uh, hopefully God bless us in the right direction and, you know, keeps moving forward, but definitely proud of these guys. And they're still working on, you know, so much more to come. So be on the lookout. All right, cool. Katie? I have a shout out. I got a request. If you're watching this show, please go subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Instagram. And just thank you for rocking with us. <laughs> All right. B. Jones? Hey, shout out to KD for one. We miss you. Can't wait to have you back next week. Also, shout out to all those people out there who cold, electricity been out, you putting through, feel like 2021 is nothing but 2020 plus. Like Apple put out a just a little bit of an upgraded version of it. I want to also send a special, special shout out to uh, Keisha and Bosky Moore. For hashtag forever more. We went to a wedding on Sunday. It was a, it was a beautiful uh beautiful ceremony. Shout out to the newlyweds. And then my brother in in, in Shreveport, he said, I told him, I said, hey y'all, I gotta go get ready for the show. He said, send me a shout out. So yo Jeffrey, I love you, boy. Shout out to you, man. Kudos. I salute you. All right. Shout out to my girl, Katie. I miss you. And shout out to everyone that listened and joined us tonight. You guys in the chat definitely helped bring some flavor to the show. So I appreciate y'all and thank y'all for being all up in my business tonight. All right. flavor. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Make sure to tell a friend, tell a friend at Sports Life Talk. I don't even like you, Cole. <laughs> Oh,
Lil' baby say I'm fly, she see me I know I got a giant in the drip But I double cause I'm tired of the vibe She clingy And I don't play around with the rich When I get it, you already know the vibe is VVs I swear I feel alive when I'm in them in the yo to the air making vibes on repeat And I ain't gotta lie, you see these She said she want a vibe, she need three Each one for my boys, my team Swimming through the riches with my squad, believe me Iced out all the mods, believe me Big dogs is legit, know I'm eight Who can let them know I'm different raw with the eight That's for my sons, I know it's mine for the taking Lil' baby, look like she the type that be playing Slide and I skate this